and welcome to the Joshua Nima Show, where you get a shot at truth with your coffee. Now, today, I'm very glad to be back with you. We're going to be having some fun with some news stories that are out there right now. And let's see where this goes. And I'm excited to have with me executive producer Isaac Alvarez. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, Isaac, let's see what's going on this week in the news. Um, the story came across my desk, and in honor of Halloween, I just had to go here. Apparently in New York, a woman named Samantha Hartzell rents an apartment, and she was there, and she felt this odd breeze, and so she goes, she's following, where is this coming from? She goes to the bathroom, not to use it, but she goes <laughs> to the bathroom and feels under the mirror and feels air coming in. And I don't know, because I don't identify as this kind of person at all, but she moved the mirror, and when she moved it, what do you think she found? She found a whole secret apartment set up, and what would you do, Isaac, first of all, before we go any further? If you moved the mirror and you saw this, what would you do? I would I would probably leave. Yes. I'd that, get, that would probably be my move. I would leave. I'd get the hell out of there, yes. Um, I don't know if you have Freddy Krueger back there. I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows could be back there. As someone who religiously watches the Michael Meyer <laughs> movies every year and seen Psycho and seen everything else, I can tell you my first reaction, you don't go up the stairs. You don't crawl through secret places. <laughs> There's some things you don't do. But anyway, this young lady took a hammer because, of course, you do that in every horror movie. Yes. Took a hammer, crawled through, and found a whole secret apartment on the other side of the wall that you couldn't access from any place in the apartment. So it's not like it was just a neighboring apartment. I mean, someone went to the trouble of constructing this secret place. And I don't know, are they watching her through there? What's going on? <laughs> but... And it's in the bathroom, so that leaves a whole nother question. What if it was like one of those double-sided mirrors, you know? Uh, there, there's uh, I don't know, because it's in the bathroom, so I'm sure there's some That's aspect to that there. Creepy. Um, when you hear something smells funny in the bathroom, you're expecting <laughs> it to be a bathroom issue, but this is a whole nother something smells funny. And so she discovered this. She made a series of TikTok videos to dialogue this again i would have not crawled through the window i would not have done it she did it she made it out she lived to tell the story <laughs> and i'm sure there's going to be a lifetime movie about this in the near future what do you think isaac uh yeah i gotta i gotta watch those videos i want to see what it looked like that would okay we're gonna look them up next week maybe we'll bring these to you but uh what I was expecting to hear is there was video recording equipment behind that mirror. <laughs> and uh, if I were her, I'd go through that apartment looking for uh, spy cams. But anyway, good luck for Samantha. She lived through it. But I would definitely be moving. Yes. Now, what's the next story we're looking at, Isaac? Okay, the next story we got is a New Zealand city is taking its official wizard off the payroll. After two decades. What? You're telling me Harry Potter <laughs> got a job when he left Hogwarts? 
Uh, I guess so. Uh, somewhere in New Zealand is parting ways with its official city wizard after more than two decades. His offenses, his offensive remarks about women in the local government's new t- tourism strategy reportedly spelled his doom. And the question is, if this guy was a wizard, how did he not see that coming? <laughs> I guess he didn't have his crystal ball going. No. But Ian Brackenberry Chanel has been a wizard on the payroll, an official. And I guess this guy holds a record because nowhere else in the world do they have does the city have an official wizard on staff. Yeah. Um, he was making 11000 a year. That's not that much. He should have used his magic for something <laughs> a little more. But uh, here he is, and he got in trouble for, I'm going to read his quotes. Oh, he has quotes. He has quotes, and he said this on a local, a local, re, a local station, and he says, "I love women. I forgive, I forgive them all the time. I've never struck one yet. Never strike a woman because they bruise too easily in the first place, and they'll tell the neighbors and their friends, and then you're in big trouble." Well, that statement there got him in big trouble, and he got fired. But I mean. The statement alone, we could spend time talking about, but that is what brought um, this overgrown Harry Potter, <laughs> Ian Brackenberry Chanel, to a standstill. Hmm. I want to know, I'd love to apply for this make-believe job. Yes. I mean, what community college do you have to flunk out of? To I don't know. A, I could get myself a, a wand wizard. and... Uh, work my magic but i don't know i don't know but anyway that's an interesting story but our next story is probably my personal favorite (laughs) of this week um isaac why don't you tell us what happened here in this story okay so a police in san diego responding to a break-in at wells fargo bank and surveillance showed a man in the break room using the microwave this man was arrested, and there is no word on if he actually had the Hot Pocket. Now, the question is this. When I was in my early 20s, I got a job as a teller in the bank. <clears throat> and the and you're always worried about the masked person coming in and robbing you. And here, this guy breaks into a bank. He could get into the vault, try to get his hands on hundreds of thousands of dollars, and escape. But what does this guy do? And this tells me that he was on meth or something. Because you break <laughs> into a bank, and you don't go to the vault and get the money. Where do you go? You go into the break room to microwave a Hot Pocket. Um, and it also tells me it must have been late at night. Because what I'm picturing is, uh, first of all, probably a homeless man. But second of all, I'm picturing this is around 2 in the morning. Someone who's been drunk off their feet, and they're looking for the greasy fix-it. Um, I know people usually go to Jack in the Box for that, but apparently this man went to Hot Pocket. If I was going to break in somewhere, maybe it would be Red Robin or getting my Chinese takeout, but Hot Pocket? So I think this guy has a great argument when he goes to court to argue insanity, because to eat a Hot Pocket to begin with, but to break into a bank. <laughs> But Isaac, why don't you play the audio because it's classic for us. Okay, I'll play the audio. 
Well, police in San Diego responding to a break-in at a Wells Fargo bank and surveillance showed a man in the break room using the microwave. You did that for a Hot Pocket? Yes. Oh, that's for a Hot Pocket. You broke into a bank for a Hot Pocket? Hot Pocket. For hot a Hot Pocket. pocket. Was it worth it? Hell yeah, it's worth it. Hell yeah, it's worth it. A hot Pocket? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Um, that man was arrested. Um, no word on if he actually had the Hot Pocket or not. Poor guy. Uh... Like, quote, it'll stick with me for quite a while. Hell yeah, it was worth <laughs> it. Um, I don't know. This story sounds like something that would sum up 2020 pretty well. Um, hell yeah, it was worth it for a hot pot. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I, I mean, how, how would you even get into a Wells Fargo bank when it's closed or whatever? Apparently a rock through a window. But that's not what I'd be doing if I went into a bank. But God bless <laughs> this guy. And this guy should have a wonderful contract with Hot Pocket. Because Hot Pocket, if I was the advertising guy in charge of that, I would clip that sound right there and I'd do TV commercials. Yeah. Saying, I would want that guy on my team, yeah. Saying Hot Pocket is so good, and I feel like I'm lying right now, but Hot Pockets are so good that it's worth breaking into a bank to get it. Hell yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right there. That, to me, that's gold. That's gold. Disgusting, but gold. Disgusting. And if the Hot Pocket story wasn't enough, we're going to up the ante here for you. We have Alex Jones, who apparently has had too much time in isolation during COVID, and he's talking about... Um, I'm going to let you hear it for yourself, but he's talking about how he's getting, how he's thinking about eating his neighbor. <laughs> Isaac, what's going on here? Uh, supposedly he's uh, eyeballing his neighbor and ready to chop him up and eat him, I guess. Um, I'm not going to use this quote because I think it's too good, but unfortunately for me, my neighbor probably only weighs 80 pounds, <laughs> so I'm not going down that rabbit hole yet, but... <laughs> Um, Alex Jones has spent a lot of thought here, and I want you to hear from him because um, I'm not sure much else needs to be said. I, I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. I'm combat model, optimum self-sufficiency, probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like? Sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up. I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I will eat your ass. And that's what uh, I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. I think that could be the new tagline for our show. Whoa. But um, I think this all ties um. together here because what I want to know first of all is – is this the guy? This is what I'm worried about. If I found a secret compartment in my bathroom 
this is the person I'm worried's on the other side. <laughs> um, so that's the first thing. But I'll tell you what. I'll take a hot pocket any day of the week before <laughs> I before do this. I, before I size up my neighbor. So maybe <laughs> we should um, take up a collection. We'll do a telethon on the Joshua Nemus show. And let's buy out oh the local God. store's hot pockets. We'll send it to Alex Jones. <laughs> and word of advice to his neighbor. Get your butt out of there. I mean, how do you look him in the face now? Like, you're listening to him, you hear this, and then the next day you're out watering your lawn, and there he is looking at you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would get out of there. I, I, I would get out too. I mean, well, I mean, we don't know where he actually lives. Maybe we could be his neighbor. Maybe I could be his neighbor. Maybe you could be his neighbor. Uh, Maybe he's sizing you up. Well, I guarantee you. If he wants he, to he's cross like, that fence. He, he's not sizing me up. And I know that. No, you're not being sized up. I no. can guarantee you. But um, if he comes across my fence, he's not going to be going back. <laughs> I'm not going to be eaten by <laughs> Alex Jones. But uh, the one positive thing here is the guy did say, Alex said, he has food for the next yes, several he, years. He said he's got food. So, um, but if you give him a three-day weekend, he's a pretty chubby guy there. Give him a three-day weekend. By Monday, you could be having a problem. Snack him up on Hot Pockets. <laughs> I think Hot Pockets here, I'm going to make you a million dollars. First of all, <laughs> you record this guy who said, hell yeah, it's worth it. And so that's your first marketing blitz. Second of all, um... You send this guy, Alex Jones, a case of Hot Pockets, sell him a pallet of it, and then put a picture up of his neighbor and say, we saved a life. Every Hot Pockets you buy just saved a life. Just saved Alex Jones' neighbor. But I don't know. I don't know. So we have the window girl, the mirror girl, I should say. We have Hot Pockets. We have Alex Jones. And let's see if we can get a little lighter stories here. Let's see... Was it the was it the hamster one? The hamster. The hamster, yes. This is a this is a very odd story. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. It the headline says a crypto trading hamster does better than Warren Buffett in the S&P 500. And I'll just read you the story here. It says um a hamster, Mr. Gox G-O-X-X, works out in what is possibly the most high-tech hamster cage in existence. It is designed so that Mr. Gox runs on the hamster wheel. He can select among dozens of cryptocurrencies. Then deciding between two tunnels, he chooses whether to buy or sell, according to the Twitch account for the hamster. That's wonderful. He has his own Twitch account. <laughs> I bet it's bigger than a lot of people's. I gotta check that out. Um, his decision is sent over to a real trading platform, and yes, real money is involved. Look, we're not telling you to follow the hamster's financial decisions or that his process is scientific in any way. The human behind the hamster account says. Um, but anyway, they looked into this. They looked into this story, and this guy is doing better than the S&P 100, the S&P 500, 
Warren Buffett, his his trading index is up 20% since June. So this idea that a hamster on a wheel is able to do better than the leading financial voices of our time. I think the apocalypse is here. <laughs> we have parents storming school board meetings, threatening to kill teachers over masks. We have people breaking in to banks to microwave their hot pockets. <laughs> we have um, the streets filled with human feces <laughs> by homeless people. And now we have a hamster that's taking the world by storm and is trading. And before I go forward, I also want to find this hamster and have him make some investment decisions for me so I could retire early. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know. I think the world's gone crazy. But uh, we've had some interesting stories this week. Isaac, what was your favorite out of that? Uh, my favorite one has to be the Hot Pocket one. I think we could agree on that one. Usually we, we have some debates on here. But I think, hands down, the Hot Pocket guy is the hero of the week. Yes. Simply because, how could you get a better uh, <laughs> a better laugh than that? I just hope that they have a restroom in that jail, because he's going to need it. <laughs> With that, I want to thank you guys for listening. We had a lot of fun. Isaac, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, and let's see what next week has in store for us.